Welcome to Talk to Prospect. I'm Gail Saunders here with Chris Malley talking another top dog prospect in this this, this draft here. Uh, let's get started. Cornerback J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. A very easy, easy watch. Easy money. Uh, just breaking down his game. It, it's been sometimes you get prospects and you're like, man, uh, he's got a lot to work on. When I look at J.C. Horn and seeing where the Eagles are now place. This is probably one of our first talking prospects since we moved back to number 12. This is a scenario that we have talked about on Talk to Prospect and the idea of if, you know, the guys that we don't want are, you know, are off the board, this is where we go moving back to number, you know, down the draft and, and perhaps drafting a cornerback. Here we are, are at number 12 and I think J.C. Horn would make Perfect sense. Um, just adding an element to this defense that is missing. Uh, you're talking about a guy who is super aggressive, very confident, and I'm talking about alpha. Like when I, I've been saying that throughout this talk to prospect, when you see an alpha male on the field and you, you recognize him, it's very easy because they stand out. His game, his attitude, his makeup, all of it together. To me, he, he he's he's CB one to me. He's up there, and I I'm not I'm not um, saying that Shatan can't be a CB one. I'm just saying that the way that Horn, you know, his his physicality, his mental makeup, uh, the way he's aggressive, the way he's going to put hands on you and control the game. That's what I want to see out of my corners. That's how I like to see my corners out there. I think he's going to provide that at the next level, Chris. Uh, how are you feeling about J.C. Horn? Yeah, this is a guy that I, we've been on for months. I specifically have been highlighting him for a really long time, not just because I love him as a prospect, but because how he really does not always stay still. So I was saying, like, if we get down to, like, the 12 to 15 area, J.C. Horn would be the guy. Prospects like him are the reason why I was kind of comfortable with the trade down because I'm hoping and praying that he makes it uh, by some of the cornerback needy teams ahead of us. And he gets to 12 because this is a guy who is one of the legacy players. You have Patrick Sertain, the second, you have JC Horn, you have Asante Samuel uh, Jr. It's crazy that they're all cornerbacks and uh, their dads all had successful careers. But JC Horn is a guy that we're really interested in, especially in Philadelphia, because he has the mental makeup to last here. He's a guy that has an alpha mentality. To quote him from his pro day, he said, I'm the standard. They asked him, did seeing Patrick Sartain's numbers before your pro day, like add fuel to the fire? And he said, I'm worried about myself because I'm the standard. At the same time, I knew I was going to be, he knew he was going to be faster than him. He knew he was going to jump further than him and higher than him. And he knew he was going to run faster than him. Uh, 19 on the bench. 4.37 at the 40, 41 and a half for the vert, and 11 and an inch uh, for the broad jump. Uh, this is a guy that they asked him, like, you're from Georgia. Like, what do you want to do when you get to the NFL? And he's like, oh, I want to go one-on-one versus Julio Jones. Well, J.C. Horn, if you come to Philadelphia, you're versing Julio Jones year one, and I would not mind having a guy like him uh, to be on the other side of Slay just to take on all these corner, uh, all these crazy wide receivers that we have to play next year. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about a guy who, who could come in in our situation, right? He can be uh, that CB2 and be that future CB1. Like, Darius Slay is not going to be here forever. 
Uh, J.C. Horn um, could easily be your top dog right away. Looking at our cornerback group, there's nothing really to write home to mom about this group. Uh, obviously, there's some there's some there's some guys here. Darius Slay leads the way, but it, it's in need of an alpha. Uh, and right off the bat, you, you can just see uh, from what we're looking at, we need CB1. Uh, hopefully, we can get one in the first round. Um, some of those those playmakers like a Devontae Smith, uh, a Waddle could be gone. We already talked about moving down the idea of getting Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase after their stellar pro days. Um, there's no chance we probably get those guys. Uh, so here we are again. I'm 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 perfectly okay with J.C. Horn. I think um, he just brings an element that is much needed as as an Eagle fan watching great corners like a Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor. Uh, you can go on. I mean, uh, Lito Shepard. Um, you know, um, Sante Samuel. You can go there. Like we've had, we had like really great corners, like year after year after year. And I think thinking about our group now, we are in need of a dog. Um, and I think in the beginning of this, um, I said it was the easy money. It was the easy money looking at his game and trying to figure out how he would make sense in, in, in a game and uh, tight defense. I think he fits the mold. I mean, you're talking about big corners are a thing. He's, he's the big corner uses his hands he's aggressive he tells it like it is and he he does not back down that's the thing there's no back down in his game he's patient uh i mean it's very he, he's got it all to me like i feel like it's so much uh so much uh easy to watch a prospect like him um and the, the flaws that they might say out there he's a little grabby you might get called for flags at the next level. Go back and watch all of you. There's a couple flags in there. It's fine. But I'd rather have my guys be aggressive than getting pushed around day in, day out, you know? Yeah, the thing with J.C. Horn, uh, the reason why it, like everyone thought I was crazy a couple months ago when I was saying that Sertain was not the number one corner. Everyone's like, what do you mean? Like, this is like the SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Like, not just the best uh, guy uh, on his team, like people are like Sertain's the guy, like his dad was the guy. And I'm like, JC Horn's not living off his dad's name. JC Horn is a guy that puts in the work, uh, two time academic honor roll. So he gets it done off the field as well. Freshman, all SEC team. And the thing with him, the reason why I love him is he is the ultimate corner because he has the best short term memory loss after a play's done. He's going to be pissed off if something happens against him, but rarely does. I mean, 1.14 passes defended per game, and that is second in the SEC last year. He's just a guy that he brings it every single play. You People are like, oh, he gets grabby. That uh, Listen, this guy's just ready to compete. He's a guy that can go against. He doesn't matter if it's Julio Jones, DK Metcalf, or if it's a smaller guy like Tyreek Hill. He's going to bring his all. And the reason why uh, the 40 time is important for him is if you got a guy that's running 437 and is six feet tall and he uh, isn't going to back down from but meeting a guy like Derrick Henry in the hole either, like that's what I want. That's what Philadelphia needs. Uh, as you alluded to, Darius Slay is not going to be here forever. Uh, J.C. Horn – 
and Darius Slay are going to be super necessary next year with the gauntlet of receivers that are coming to Philadelphia next year. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts potentially might be on Atlanta, Atlanta next year. So we'll get a rematch from when they played each other. We'll sure run some tape from there, but really important to get a guy like JC Horn. Uh, honestly, not even a CB2, a CB1B with Slay. Yeah, uh, obviously. Uh, I mean, he's a top dog. I mean, looking at some of his uh, numbers here, um, Trevor Sigmund had posted on Twitter. I mean, his percentile, you know, he's got he's got the weight you like. He's got the the arms, the speed. I mean, those are all in the highest percentiles. Um, this is his pro day numbers versus combine. Obviously, the four three nine um, could be a four four something. You know, it's it's all the, all the pro day. Pro, pro day times are a lot faster, but um, let's look at some of some of this some of the footage here, um, some of these clips that we want to paint a picture of what we think. Jay- JC Horn's game is, and what we expect it to be at the next level. Uh, Chris, you want to start with uh, the first two clips? So one knock against him is uh, tackling, and another knock against him is interceptions. In the Auburn game, he absolutely dominated. He was going against a guy that uh, probably would be like a second-round pick, third-round pick, Seth Williams, real big-bodied wide receiver. Uh, right here, you can just see J.C. Horn playing on the outside. Super aggressive uh, back for the ball. Almost takes it to the house. I mean, and you just see how hype everyone around him is. I mean, he's a high-energy guy. Um, I talk about uh, corners. Jalen Ramsey comes to mind just because they're super emotional, but that's what you need to play that position in the NFL today. Um, here's the second interception right here. This is a beautiful play. Just instincts, instincts, instincts. Um, makes an incredible play uh, against Auburn. Again, two interceptions in that game. Uh, you can just see how fast he plays, the athleticism, the IQ, reads the quarterback and just finishes the play. Um, that's what you love about JC Horn. The dude is flying all over the place. And like, I swear he, he just never runs out of energy. I feel like that big play that Seth Williams got off uh, against them, the jump ball. I think that affected his, uh, I just, it, he turned into a psycho killer. Um, and, <laughs> and pretty much if you watch that Auburn game, you're just like, man, this dude is all over the place, and um, I have a couple clips from there too. I mean, this I entitled this one "Control the Show" because that's what JC does um, when he, you know, he, they're, they're, they'll show you that play against Kyle Pitts where he was great coverage and he still got off, but still it was solid coverage when he made that play. But for the most part, he's controlling the show, um, you know, shooting the hands. And then that's what I love about his game. He'll always shoot in front last minute. Like he'll he'll set you up and um, get that perfect coverage every single time. Uh, on this play, let, this is a play that I just spoke about. This is against Kyle Pitts. He's at the top of the screen. I mean, he's he's up there. He, he he's shooting the hands, aggressive in his face. Uh, but still, I mean, that's great coverage. I mean, what can you do about that play? I mean. He's not afraid. He doesn't panic. Um, he's still he's still there to try to make a play. But again, this is what you could expect against top dogs. I mean, that's that's Kyle Pitts is one of the top players in this draft. 
Um, this is him against Devontae Smith. Again, we're talking about competing uh, to the very end, um, the way that he comes up here. And uh, play's not over, man. He's shooting for the ball, dude. Shooting for the ball, making a great play on Devontae Smith. Um, and he's, he's still there. He's still, like, you know, there's separation that's that's created by Devontae Smith here. Um, very little, but he's right there in the hip pocket. That's what you like. Again, Seth Williams on lockdown here. And this is what you saw pretty much all day. If you go back and watch that game, it's just like I couldn't believe they kept going at J.C. Horn. It was just like, what are y'all doing? Are you trying to lose the game? Um, his ability to break on the ball always shows up. He's on the bottom of the screen here. He clicks and closes like no other dude. That's like he sees it, um, and then he's out. I mean, that's that kind of speed shows up. Um, let's see. I mean, if we're gonna, this is one of the things that we talked about. Some of the negatives here, uh, being grabby. You know, here he is against Florida as the left hand. I mean, just talking about technique wise, if he, he just doesn't have the hand uh, on the on the on the wide receiver. Like he did, did, did he really need that hand? Like he could, he could have still made that play. Uh, there's the there's the flags, but you know again, I if you're grabby and aggressive, hey, I, that's what I like. Be be aggressive. It's right. We, we get a couple calls. It's all right. Um, th these last two, um, this one right, just this part of his game, like his mental makeup. Uh, I can title this one "Keeping It Spicy." Here he is against. Uh, Kyle Pitts at the end of the play, at the very bottom of the screen. You know, he like he's he's uh just put throwing to the ground, dude. Because he, he just keeps it, keeps with 100. Um, that's what I like in his game. You can expect him to be locked in throughout the whole game. The one thing that his his DB trainer was saying about his game that he was so intrigued with him is that from practice reps, he doesn't want to lose a rep. Uh, when he was in college. And his DB trainer was, you know, he he he'd send film every all the time. And he said he's been locked in ever since I started working with him. He wants me to go over his film. He's the kind of guy that's going to be sitting there in the dark room by himself watching film consistently. That's just how he's that's what, how he's made up. And this this last clip right here, um, this is built different. Um, this is in JC Horn's own words on what he uh, brings to the table. People don't realize it's just a draft. Like, you still got to go play football after this. So, it don't it don't bother me too much, man. I'm, when I say I'm the best defensive player in the draft, that's not a, you know, a statement to get teams to be like, ooh, you got good confidence. Like, I actually feel that way. So, no matter if I'm first round, seventh round, undrafted, when I step on the field, you know, I'm going to show that. And, you know, in a couple years, we'll, we'll all get to see and, uh, no experts wrong all the time, so we'll see. <laughs> What's that make you feel like, Chris? I mean, I've been on board with him for months. Uh, I even said he, like I said in the beginning, he was the reason why I was comfortable with moving back and saying, like, I want to get Jamar Chase, I want to get Kyle Pitts. We talked about these guys. People were uh, talking in our mentions, like, 
why are you guys even talking about J.C. Horn? Why are you talking about Asante Samuel? Like, why are you talking about all these other guys? Like, all we're going to do is take Jamar Chase. All we're going to do is take uh, Kyle Pitts, maybe Devonta Smith. It's like because you have to cover a large array of guys, uh, not only to do the, the these kids justice that are working their tails off uh, for three, four years in college, but just because you have to do your due diligence. We know a lot more about J.C. Horn than most other people because we've been talking about him for months. And that's why I feel very comfortable with taking him at 12. I'm hoping he lasts to 12. The nightmare scenario is that he, Dallas gets uh, excited and takes him instead of Sertain. I'm hoping not to not Patrick Sertain. I'm hoping that JC Horn is there for us and that Sertain goes either before or after. Because if if I have to watch uh, JC Horn in a Dallas jersey, that will crush me more than CeeDee Lamb going, uh, going there last year because – that was just like a lottery pick for them. JC Horn would be an actual like day one contributor for any other team. That's why I really am hoping that he lands here in Philadelphia because I just think he would be embraced by the city and he would embrace the city as well. I just feel like he fits in with Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean for for me to to watch him go to Dallas, that would that would that I would be seriously hurt. Um, like like I said, like Chris has been mentioning about having him as your, our move-down target. This is a uh, shout-out to Pete Nathan, friend of the show. He's like, if the Eagles move down, which scenario would you like A or B? And, uh, and he was uh, he had some defensive ends up there, and I'm like, you know what? I said, if, I, I would like to stay put, but if we move back, move down um, that far, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on J.C. Horn. Uh, that was in February, and uh, we are now in April. So when people tell me, Bro, I've been thinking like this. This is this is where I'm at. This is where, uh, obviously, I wanted Jamar Chase. Yes, but if if we're gonna go defensive route, um, and we're, we're gonna get a cornerback, I'm 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 on all on board on JC Horn. Um, last, last words on um, JC Horn before you get out of here. JC Horn, uh, he would absolutely be a foundational player. Uh, here in Philadelphia, no matter where he goes, I feel like he's going to have a long 10 plus year career. He has the mental makeup and then he backed it up with the physical uh, traits that you want, that you need to be successful in the league today. Not only is he over six feet tall, he's running a fourth th- uh, in the four, three speed. And he has a short ter- short term memory loss to be a cornerback in this league. You talk about guys um, that are really successful in the league, like uh, Jalen Ramsey. Some people don't like his cockiness, but there's a reason why he's the consensus number one corner. It's because he's cocky. He believes in himself, and J.C. Horn's the same way. I really think that J.C. Horn's going to be the type of guy that has an all-pro career, possibly a Hall of Fame career, and it would be great to have him here in Philadelphia, and I'm hoping that he's the pick at 12 if he falls there. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to speak it into existence. Uh, J.C. Horn, love his game, love his attitude, love his fight, love his want to. I love the, love the aggressiveness, his, his competitive makeup. Uh, I think he's the guy, kind of guy that, man, I just think he, you know, he just he, he was just talking about when he just felt like it clicked for him that this is what he was meant to do. Because um, the way that, the game was coming so easy to him. He's like, maybe this is what I was meant to do. Like, and from early age to college to, to now, like, and you saw that clip that I played of 
he feels like he's the best player, and that's what you want from your cornerback. Like he's not even he's not even flinching and afraid to say it. The fact that you know some players might say something like, "Bro, you really should say," it. but I believe him when he says it. Now I believe like a Jalen Ramsey when he says that. So like, I'm getting good vibes from his his, his game. I you know like I said when, when you see Alpha Mill on the field. You respect it because you know he's, he just moves different, and I think uh, Casey Horn is it. And uh, if he he lands in Philly at number twelve, uh, man, as a podcast and, and as a as group over here, we, we will be excited. Uh, but that's all for me and Chris. Uh, this is Talk of Prospect. If there's any other prospects you want to know about, let us know in the DMs. Uh, make sure you're subscri- subscribed and uh, hit the notification bell so you know when the next video drops. Uh, but for me and Chris, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.